T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Oh, there's Tony. He's a regular member of the crew here. Hi, Tony. 24 years, though. And Buzzy, uh, Joe Beamer, just uh, stepped out for a cup of coffee. There's a strange face in the studio, Tony. I think it belongs to the high bidder of the Western New York Heroes Auction to benefit veterans. He's here. He's going to co-host today. Hang in there. News Talk 930 presents to you now, Sandy Beach. And uh, little did he know when he was bidding on this that we would have a, a lockdown at the White House. Yeah, at, wonderful timing. At the exact same time. But we will keep you informed of that. If there's any update, we'll go to ABC if they're featuring any of that stuff. Yeah, they so, don't believe any, it, it, that it's hostile. It seems like it was an airplane uh, that uh, may have... Probably never fly, flying as a Piper Cub. Yeah, way to go, Dan. Yeah, so uh, we will go to that. Don't worry about this. And uh, today is a very special day. It's special guest day, and I would like to thank this man. I'm going to save his name for last simply because he has a great radio name. I'm telling you, if you want a radio name and you're not using it, this might be a good radio name. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, he was a high bidder of the uh, WNY Heroes Incorporated uh, Gala Auction, $2,100. Thank you so much uh, for uh, benefiting uh, the vets. And now... Yeah, the name that every disc jockey would love to have, Russell Whitley. Hey, Russ, uh, that's a great name. Yeah, thanks, Sandy. Glad to be here. Now, uh, how, do, how do most people address you? Um, Mr. Whitley. Oh, Mr. W- Tony, are we going to have to do Mr. Whitley? Is this Vidman all over again? I, we may sir. have to do. He, he spent $2,100 for this. Okay, we'll call him Mr. Yeah, he deserves Whitley. to be Mr. Then. Well, you can call me Mr. Russ. That's with uh, a Mr. lot of the, a lot of the kids call me at church. Oh, okay, uh, Mr. Mi- Russ. Mr. Russ, uh, what do you want? What should we do, Tony? Mr. Russ or Mr. Whitley? I like Mr. Russ. I think that works. Mr. Russ is nice. When uh, we grew up, it was always Mr. Then the last oh, sure. name. But today's day and age, it's Mr. and the first good, name. Good manners. Uh, okay, uh, uh, he likes to be called Mr. Russ or Mr. Whitley. Well, I was only kidding about the Whitley part. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, Whitley is a great so, name. And, you know, it's a great a PBS name. Time for, uh, you know, this uh, starring Mr. Russ Whitley. Can you see that? I can Masterpiece see that. Theater. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. It's, it's right there. We're gonna call, Are we going to gonna... break out into Vichyssois on the weekend? Perfect for Vichyssois on the weekend. Are we going to call him Mr. Russ, uh, Buzz? Yeah, Mr. Russ. It's okay. I'm, you're, okay. I'm good. You're, you're okay with Buzz. Yeah, I sure am. And Tony's okay with Schlemiel. <laughs> uh, no, he's not. <laughs> Mr. Russ. First of all, when you do something like this, from my point of view, you, it's like uh, a Forrest Gump saying, you never know what you're going to get. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes it's a box of chocolates. But as I was looking at your resume, 
If you ask me to write a resume about a guest I'd like to have on for my show for three hours, this would be it. You have a tremendous resume. You've done a lot of things. Well, thanks. I, I, I haven't compared it to anyone else's, so I just had mine. Well, but. yours is quite impressive. Let's put it that way, okay? Yes. Uh, and, and we'll go over some of the things on it because it's a lot of fun. Meanwhile, we'll start with this. In about three minutes, it's going to be time for the weather, all right? Now, um, I, I want you to do the weather. Do, own the weather. I want you to own the weather. All it's, right. it's your weather forecast. comes up uh, like four times an hour. And when it's time for you and your weather, I'll give you a cue. You start with this. Start right up here with WBEN7. And uh, look it over because the weather is very important to people, especially uh, because uh, of the uh, Thanksgiving holiday coming up soon. So uh, you, you got time to look it over, but okay. uh, that'll be it. And it'll be in about uh, three or four minutes. Okay. Well, you think about it, you have all those Thanksgiving Day football games coming up. Yeah. Where people traditionally get, gathers, get together for uh, games, and I'm sure people are looking forward to a dry day. First of all, I want to, uh, I want to thank you on behalf of the Western New York veterans, uh, Western New York heroes. And that's what the organization's called. And, and uh, they had a big gala fundraiser. You were the high bidder. Uh, when you went there, did you think ahead of time that you would be bidding on anything, let alone co-hosting a radio show? No, I just happened to hear you mention that you had put up your show for bid. Oh, you heard it. Okay. I heard on. you speaking about it because uh, I had never bid in any auction ever before in my life. Oh, really? Right. But uh, when I heard that you were doing that, I, I at least looked into it um, and... Uh, I saw what the bids were a few days before it was about to expire, yeah. and uh, I did decide that m maybe I'd like to do that, and uh, I put in my first bid, and it went from there. Oh, that's very good. As We were following it near the end. Uh, that's where all the last-minute action comes, and uh, it was really fun to see it, and then the anticipation of you coming in and uh, doing the show with me, uh, but I, I do really do want to thank you. This is a very, very generous bid. I don't think I've ever. Have you ever bid on anything at an auction, Tony? No, I've never. No, I haven't, and neither has uh, Russ. How about you? Does eBay count? Uh, I think it does. Yeah, that's an auction. Sure. I got a, a signed Mike Piazza card on eBay when I was in high school. Oh, okay. Very, very nice. Now I question at 31 if it was actually Mike Piazza who signed no, no, it. No, because you see all those documentaries where they got 10 secretaries <laughs> signing uh, Mike Piazza. But you know what? It was an auction I won, so at least I'll take that. That's good. If you're going to be in an auction, win it. <laughs> I, I watched the Meekum auction and the other car auctions. Barrett-Jackson. Uh, Barrett-Jackson. I watch all those. You ever watch those car auctions on TV? Uh, I've seen a couple of them. Yeah, it's, uh, they like people like you. You know, yeah. get in there and bid and buy something because the cars they have are really good cars. Well, the uh, uh, thing, I wasn't sure how I would fare because I remembered you speaking about how you were hoping the Pagulas would. I did. And I, would, I couldn't possibly yeah. outbid no. them. But they were, if you could, been... we'd be really nice to you. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You, you've been really nice to me so far. Okay. Yeah, yeah that we, wanted to, uh, we were hoping somebody that knew the Pagulas would get them involved. Because we're thinking locally, that's about the top of the heap. Uh, heavy hitters. Yeah, that's it. But you're our heavy hitter today, $2,100. Uh, we'll take a break. They're usually at 15 We're at fourteen twenty-five, And uh, we'll take a break now. We'll be back right after this. Oh. Very nice. Very nice. His virgin weather forecast. Yes. That's very, very nice. You did great. Thank you. Did you Thank feel good about doing it? Yeah, I did. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was easy to work. Yeah, easy and the rest, of, the rest of it is the same formatics. You did the same kind of thing. Nice job. Right. Now, when uh, when I saw the, uh, the Russell's uh, biography, I kind of looked at it uh, to see what kind of things he might like or talk about or not talk about or whatever. And uh, I wanted an idea what kind of guy he is. 
This is, this is not on many people's resume, okay? I can tell you that. Uh, two things on his resume. He retired in 2018 from M&T Bank. Oh, very nice. Don't you think, guys? Nice. Uh, I like that. M&T. The next one. He did stand-up comedy for five years. I gave it up when I realized I wasn't funny. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people uh, are doing either uh, comedy and banking at the same time, or one right next to the other. That's uh, very unusual. Well, I remember one time I, 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 uh, my boss asked me to prepare a report, and um, I handed it in to him, and he said, what, are you a comedian? Oh, uh, that's good. And that's what got me going. Um, <laughs> That's a good. That's a good way. But you realize you weren't funny. Uh, why the crowds are throwing vegetables at you, or what? Uh, well, it was. Um, it was actually. I mean, if you notice, there was a smiley face at the end of my yes. thing there, yeah. and uh, I, maybe I was a little funny. But um, what happened was, I had um, I had become a born again Christian. Okay. And uh, things that used to be funny to me weren't that funny oh, anymore. So humor, humor. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I still have a sense of humor, Sandy. But I, I, the things I find funny now are maybe a little bit different. Guys were in trouble <laughs> with me. I, I think you'll find me very funny. Yeah. Well, I'm. I again. I, Sandy. I love you. No, I know. I and, know. Uh, right. so, well, thank you yeah. for that. Now, here's something uh, very few people get a chance to do. I've got a couple of subjects here. I think I got like three. I haven't made a decision on the uh, today's show, and I'll let you pick. Now, the only one that ever gets to do this are these guys and Tim Wenger. Nobody else. Okay. Doesn't matter if you're a big sponsor or anything else. Uh, uh, that's how we do it. Uh, we go over it with uh, the three of us and, and Tim. We pick something out we think is appropriate, depending, too, on what we've done recently, if there's any new twist to it, uh, general interest with, uh, with the public. Uh, but here's what I got. Uh, because usually I pick things that I like because I have to talk about them. So you get yep. that? Mm-hmm. Good. So yeah. agree with me no matter what Yes, happens. yes, sir. That's good. He's doing very well, don't you think? <laughs> oh, the guy who's got a resume that'll knock the hell out of mine says, yes, sir, to yes, me. Sir. I feel good about that. All right. Uh, the activists protesting uh, in the Army-Navy game. No, Harvard. Harvard, yeah. Harvard, Yale. I'm sorry. Same thing without uniforms. Uh, but uh, the uh, Harvard-Yale game, uh, they went out and delayed the festivities after the halftime activity by nearly an hour because of... Uh, uh, their uh, their thoughts on global warming. They didn't want uh, the uh, college that they attend, uh, which I'm sure has a huge endowment, uh, to do any investing in uh, in uh, these kinds of companies uh, that would uh, pollute the air or cause global warming and things like that. Uh, so that's the first thing. Are you have you had it as much as I have with uh, with protests and delays? And has anybody out there ever pay, uh, taken part? I've never taken part in one. Never ever. Uh, what I do, I do it here, and that's about it. But uh, So that's the first one you get to choose, activists uh, delaying the game. Another one is uh, just recently, we're one of uh, 17 states now in the, in the union, and like it or not, the age to buy cigarettes in New York rises to 21. And the bottom uh, thought when we uh, did a part of this on a partial show uh, a few weeks ago was that uh, if you can, you can go to Vietnam or you can go to the Middle East, you, when you put on the uniform and carry a gun, um, I think you get all the benefits that anybody gets in this country. And so I'm saying if you're old enough uh, to drive a tank, you should be old enough to have a cigarette, even though I don't uh, like cigarettes at all. I t- I'm totally anti-cigarette, but I, I think the 21 is a, is a, a kind of a, a rush. 
Now the third one is uh, probably the uh, the most current. It's, it's right off the uh, right off the press here. Bloomberg has entered the race. Uh, these there are other rich candidates um, in the in the race uh, for the Democrats, but nobody as rich as Bloomberg. Uh, his his uh, worth is estimated at fifty eight billion dollars. When you were a banker, did, would you like to have seen a guy like him walk in the door? Well, um, I know that uh, uh, Warren Buffett was a friend of the former chairman of our, our bank. Oh, oh, so, yes. um, you know, sometimes those people do walk in the door. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I hear you, you got a free toaster if you sign right here. Very nice. Uh, so the third one would be Bloomberg. Uh, because he's got the money, uh, he's a mayor of uh, New York City, obviously, uh, past mayor. Very liberal as mayor, as, as I could see. So uh, we've got uh, the cigarettes to 21. Uh, we've got activists and protests. Are you tired of them now? They just turn you off. Bloomberg, are you happy or not happy to see Bloomberg in the race? Dun, 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 dun. Which do you like of the three? Um, I'll pick Bloomberg for 200, please. Okay, good. Bloomberg is the freshest one. Very, very good. When we come back, we'll, we'll ask about Bloomberg, but basically let's set the table on it. Uh, the Democrats should, uh, at this point in the uh, calendar, should be uh, dropping candidates off instead of picking candidates up. But Bloomberg, <laughs> this is amazing. Bloomberg, I think, might be a little self-centered. He says he's running due to the greater risk of Trump, and he uh, says in this article by the New York Times that there's nobody in the uh, Democratic lineup now, before he gets into it, which is now, uh, that is capable of beating Trump. He says that he is. So he's like... Mighty Mouse, here I am to save the day. Now, do you, do you like that kind of bravado, or do you think that kind of uh, bravado is needed to get, get the Democrats uh, kick-started, or do you think uh, you like a, a lower type of uh, profile? Well, I think uh, you know, all of them believe some, at some level that they can win. Sure. They wouldn't they get in if they in didn't that. think they could, or I mean, because they figured you, know, if you're, if you, can't be, you can't win it if you're not in it. So... Um, so I think that that would be, you know, everyone's, that's their mindset, whether they have $50 billion or not. They shouldn't be in it if they don't believe that they can win it. Yep. But some of them, like, you got to wonder, uh, who, who whispered into, into uh, certain people's ears, you would be a good presidential candidate when you know and I know guys like Pataki is not going to win and uh, Kristen Gillibrand is not going to win. I mean, you, you might like her, you might think she's done a good job, but you know in the whole layout of the, of the candidates – it's not in the cards. She didn't have the backing, the money, or anything else. These others would just uh, blow her right off the stage. And so she still decided to run, I think partially because when they uh, drop out, they, then they have, they have custody of the money that was donated. They can't spend it on themselves, but they can spend it on other candidates. And it kind of makes them a, a king or a queen. And they also um, they have that on a resume that they ran for president. Yeah, oh, that at, looks good. And they might be trying to vie for vice president. That's true. Uh, you know, you try and get in there and kind of guess. It, it's almost like uh, Survivor. Uh, this is first year Survivor was believable. Oh, Survivor. They're not going to let anybody die out there on camera, obviously, nor would you want it. But the bottom line is. Uh, the uh, the people in Survivor we thought were independent contractors. It turned out they were they were in collusion with each other. They were voting in, as a block. And after that, I stopped watching it. Well, that's what we've got go, uh, going on. I think uh, somewhat in the uh, Democratic uh, run for president. Okay. So basically, our guest host today has chosen 
uh, to talk about Michael Bloomberg, which was one of my three, and it's the freshest one of all. Uh, and I got a New York Times article here. Michael Bloomberg announced a Sunday that he would run for president in 2020, bringing his enormous wealth, $58 billion, okay? Of course, uh, uh, with Bill Gates, he would tell Bloomberg to go get his car, I think, after dinner. Don't you think? Go get your shine box. Yeah, exactly. That's good. I love, I love movie quotes. Anyway, uh, he has a, a resume that won't quit. He has money that uh, you can't believe. By, he presents himself as a multi-billion dollar threat to President Trump. Defeating Donald Trump and rebuilding America is the most urgent and important fight in our lives. And I'm going all in, said Bloomberg. I offer myself as a doer and as a problem solver, not a talker, and someone who is ready to take on the tough fights and win. So he believes that he is Mighty Mouse. Here he is to save the day for the Democrats. It'll be interesting to see the position they take. You think he'll be a strong candidate? Well, I mean, right now it's it's up for grabs, but uh, just the fact that he has fifty billion dollars doesn't necessarily mean fifty-eight. What are you trying to yeah, shortchange right, yeah. him? Right, I should round up to sixty. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> okay, but but the uh, the thing is that last time uh, Hillary outspent Donald Trump, and Donald Trump won. So I'm saying is that he might outspend Donald Trump, but it doesn't guarantee that he's going to win. That's, that's a good point. And Jeb Bush, Jeb Bush started with a, a treasure chest of a hundred. Million dollars, and now that's not fifty-eight billion, but a hundred million is serious money. And he didn't win; he didn't right. even—he wasn't even a player. Yep. So money alone, I—I I, I don't think is enough. Uh, somebody likes him because he—he he was elected uh, several times in New York. Uh, although I question some of the people they put in the mayor's office in New York. All right. So when we come back, yes, a uh, Russell uh, uh, Russell uh, Whitley is with us. Uh, he was the high bidder in the uh, WNY Heroes for Veterans uh, uh, auction, and he paid good money, and we'd like you to talk to him and me and Buzzy and Tony. we got a group around the table here on News Radio 930. Is Bloomberg a good candidate? Is he the best candidate? Do you believe what he's telling you? We'll be back after this. <laughs> Really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The WBN 7 first alert forecast today, partly to mostly sunny, 
high in the mid-50s. Tomorrow, off and on showers and Thursday and thunder showers. High wind watch and lakeshore flood watch from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. And at Thanksgiving Day, cloudy, breezy, high 39, snow showers well south of Buffalo. Thank you very much. That is Russell Whitley. He was a high bidder in the uh, WNY Heroes auction for uh, veterans, and he's the co-host today. Tony, you, you slid in a nice Christmas. Uh, uh, oh, no, that was not The first Christmas. one wasn't Christmas? No. What was it? That was Santana. Oh, n- nobody says Christmas like Santana. I'm just telling you. It sounded, it sounded Christmas. Yeah, it kind of had when a are we gonna start doing that? to it. When are we going to start doing that? Uh, let's see. How about Monday? Monday, Monday would be good. Absolutely. Uh, I won't be here Monday, but it would be good. I can still play it, though. Can you I? can still play it. Okay. You can do anything you want when I'm not here. It's like dad's away. You got that? <laughs> good. Uh, Russell, I noticed in your resume uh, you are a very modest man because – this you put about halfway down on your resume. Usually, the, the top of the mind awareness. What am I thinking of? What's 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 my selling point? You'll put something that other people go, "Wow, how about that?" And you didn't. You put your uh, you put that you graduated uh, summa cum laude from college. Now most people that would head up their resume, but it didn't with you. That's very good. Right, and uh, actually, if I had gotten one more A. In one other subject, uh, I would have gotten an even higher distinction because it, it's there's four distinctions. There's laud, there's cum laud, summa cum laud, what I, which is what I received. And if I had gotten one more A in one other course, I would have gotten the highest distinction, which is quid pro quo. Well, that's good. You could have used it. You could have lent it to the president. Yeah. Uh, and uh, is it with praise, with with great praise? Is that basically what the uh, cum laude? Uh, with highest honors, I believe. Highest yeah. honors, great yeah. praise. Yeah, yeah, basically above and beyond the call yeah. of duty. Well, very, very nice. All right. We're Which, ta- oh, yeah. oh, one thing I wanted to mention uh, is that when I was in high school, I really didn't do that well academically. As a matter of fact, I stayed back. So it actually took me five years to get out of high school. Uh, but then after I got out of high school and realized that maybe college education might help me advance myself in life, I was taking it more seriously. I was paying for it myself. So you take things more seriously that way. So Yeah, um, you, you, you uh, were held back a year and you graduated cum laude from, from your college. That's uh, quite a, a, a dedication, quite a commitment. Yeah, well, I'm grateful to my mom. You know, she, I asked her because I, I, when I graduated from high school, I never planned to ever go to school again. I went to work and... Uh, at a minimum wage job, and, and it was fine. I was still living at home. And when I asked my mom if she would be willing, if it would be okay if I quit my job to try and, and try college to see if I could make it, she was willing to let me do that. Oh, and it worked I, out. I'm grateful for my mom, yeah. You're one of the smartest people we've ever had on the show, and we're happy, we're happy about that. Well, again, uh, just uh, just grateful to be here for oh, you no, today, no, Sandy. No, no, we're just, yeah. uh, you're enjoying it so far? That's good for us. Yes. Okay, uh, uh, first of all, now, I'm going to ask you a question regarding today's uh, topic, and uh, there are different uh, choices you have. You can have, yes, I think it's a good idea. No, I don't think it's a good idea. What are you, crazy asking me a political question? Uh, or I'll just sit this one out. So it, it, you are perfectly free to answer it, not answer it. We always uh, answer our own questions. Uh, you're the uh, guest host today. You get a choice. Uh, so, uh, what do you um, what do you think? Should is this a good deal for America that uh, that the multi billionaire is now running uh, Bloomberg is now running for president? And I have those five choices. Yeah, could you read them again? Okay, I'm sorry, I'm new here. I just made them up in my mind. Oh, uh, they are. Yes, it's a good idea. No, it's not a good idea. What are you crazy asking me a political question? 
uh, and something else. Just what it, make it up, whatever you want. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's a good idea. Okay, you think it's a good idea? Well, I think also, it'll make it more entertaining. It will, as if it couldn't be entertaining enough. And this from uh, Russ Whitfield, who said he did stand up until he realized he wasn't funny. Yeah. That's a great and, line. and by the way, I, 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 I've been out of the comedy business for a while, yeah. but uh, that's why when I was throwing in like the quid pro quo is the highest yeah, distinction. I was trying to see, uh, try, it up. yeah, trying, very, trying to do a little humor there. Writing comedy is so hard. I'm sure you knew it as you were writing it. It's not as easy as you think. And for when you see stand-ups, especially top-line stand-ups like uh, any of the top-line guys. Uh, uh, it takes a long time to write that material. Yeah, and what I noticed when I was doing stand-up comedy, because um, I was doing them at the local comedy clubs here, uh, there were a couple of kind people that let me do go up and do my act, and it was like a guy named Air, Airborne Eddie. Airborne Eddie? And, uh, You're kidding me. And I, Rob Lederman. They were kind enough oh, to let Lederman. me. Uh, Lederman's great. Yeah, they, they were really kind and encouraging me and letting me do stand-up. It was, always, it was open mic night, but it was still... Well, I, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, uh, Lederman is a very funny guy, uh, always has been. Uh, and uh, Airborne Eddie is, um, good, uh, was a good friend of Don Burns, who was one of my dearest friends in the world. Uh, and so I, we have connection with all those guys. That's, yep. uh, that's good. Uh, okay, uh, so you think it is a good idea. Uh, basically, I think you've given us your position on money, that you can have more money, but it's not necessarily going to – it'll give you some recognition maybe – but it's not necessarily going to translate to a winning hand. Is that correct? That's right. Yep, that's right. I mean, again, I just look at uh, look at Donald Trump. How I mean, uh, Hillary way outspent him, and we know the the final results were that yeah. he won the presidency. So I'm glad it's that way, uh, Tony. Um, uh, how do you feel now? He says he's glad that Bloomberg got in, and uh, more the merrier, uh, liven up the race. But money alone isn't going to win. So tell me about your, your thoughts about those two questions. I agree with Mr. Russ, the fact that just because he has the money uh, doesn't guarantee anything. Uh, I look at it as, you know, I don't take him serious. I think this is more, in fact, I look at the whole field on that side, and it's nothing but a circus, in my opinion. And uh, they, shouldn't be, uh, they shouldn't be gathering new candidates at this late date. He's not even in some of the early primaries and, and early battle. No, they should there. be whittling it down. Yeah, they're not doing that. How about you, Buzzy? Yeah, I mean, he's banking on Super Tuesday, which, as we heard Alex Castellano say earlier, that's never worked. That strategy has never worked. Um, I think it's funny that Michael Bloomberg's jumping in. I think it shows that right now the Democrats uh, don't trust that any of those candidates can beat President Trump. And after two weeks of the joke, mockery, impeachment inquiry, uh, the poll numbers are looking even worse for worse. Sorry for those running on the Democrat ticket. And, but I agree. The more, the merrier. You know, let this field get diluted and just look at how many different people are jumping in because the front runners are so to the left. And then listen to Michael Bloomberg. What's the first thing he had to do when he when he announced he was running? Apologize for everything he's yeah, done in the past. Don't don't uh, don't count that. That was a different day <laughs> and a different time. Uh, the bottom line is it's uh, it's good to have new people in there. But in order for new people to come in at this late date, I'm sure he had to get the nod from the traditionalists. Uh, you can't just jump in, and they probably would bear out what uh, you just said. 
and that the current list of candidates is probably not going to get the job done. Otherwise, I don't think they would have said okay. I'm going to throw this out there, and this is based on what Rush Limbaugh was saying yesterday, that maybe he's looking at it if there is an uh, impeachment trial in the Senate that uh, I don't know how many of them would essentially be out of the race because of the... Uh, I think they said either seven or nine uh, senators. Yeah, that, so that yeah. would thrust him uh, That, that would put him in crosshairs. And, and uh, uh, Bloomberg could stay in to the very end. Yeah. I mean, he's got the money, no matter what the polls are saying, no matter what, uh, what uh, um, primaries he wins or yeah. loses, he might want to be a spoiler, too. If he, if he can't have it, no one gets it. He might want to be vice president. Who knows? Now, you would think a guy worth $58 billion wouldn't even bother with vice president. But uh, remember, people are intoxicated by not only money but power. And there is power. You, you break the ties in the Senate. You got tremendous uh, name recognition. You're not the president, uh, but uh, you're just a beat away. We'll be back with more. Today's uh, uh, Russell, it's the Russell Whitley edition. Uh, did you notice a difference, Tony? I did. Had more class than it usually has, I'll tell you. Uh, so uh, he is the high bidder in the WNY Heroes uh, charity auction. $2,100 to co-host with me. I wouldn't pay 2100 to co-host with me, but that was a good. Uh, it's for the veterans, and that's what counts. On News Radio 930 WBEN. Thank you very much. That's Russell Whitley, and he is our, uh, our guest co-host today because he was the high bidder in the Western New York Heroes auction uh, to benefit uh, local heroes who have worn the uniform. I'm looking through his resume. He's done a lot of things. He's been a lot of places, but we do uh, these trips with AAA, and we've done 10 of them all over the world. And I notice you must like traveling, too, because, first of all, you, you have a dual citizenship of the U.S. and France. Uh, uh, Ireland. Oh, Ireland. I'm sorry. Ireland, I, I almost got you in the wrong country. They would have kicked you right out. No, actually, uh, I'm actually a citizen of France also. The reason I, I, I say that is because when you become a citizen of any of the countries in the economic European Union, yeah. you are con technically considered citizens of all those countries and you could potentially just go there and live and it's and called, be as yeah. if you're a citizen but yeah i my 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 heritage is from ireland oh okay and as long as i had a a, a parent or a grandparent that was born in ireland i could apply for citizenship and i did it years ago mostly for sentimental reasons but i have citizenship in two countries two passports and if things don't work out here i can, that's I can true. go live there that's true that's very good we've been wanting to go uh, to Ireland for a while. We just haven't done it yet, but we will. And also, besides international uh, credentials, uh, you have, it says you've achieved your goal. You have visited all 50 states by the time you were 40 years old. That's incredible. How'd you do that? Well, um, one step, one state at a time. And uh, but sure. it was um, I, I was reading a book by uh, Charles Kuralt. You might remember him. Oh, I yeah. liked him. Sure. And he he was paid by CBS to go all over the country. In a motor for, home. Yeah, for decades. And uh, and I got the idea from him. It sounded like so much fun that I started. First, I wrote down the list of when I decided to do it. I wrote down the list of all the states I'd already been to, and then just took it one state at a time. And uh, um, it, it it took. Uh, I got I got there before my forty first birthday. My last state was Alaska. I went to the oh. I went to the closest state uh, uh, city in Alaska to the continental United States, Ketchikan, Alaska. I was there for just two days. Oh, cool! Uh, I hope to go back and do it right next time. That's but I, cool. But I did accomplish the uh, that goal. And when you travel, uh, I wasn't a huge traveler. I did most of my uh, traveling in this country. Once we started going to uh, Europe, especially, there's so many things to see, so many people to talk to. You will get a whole new perspective. It's it's really quite cool. Yeah, it's we have a beautiful country here. 
We really yeah, do. We but, really uh, do. But uh, I've been and I've been to a few few countries in Europe, and uh, I've enjoyed my time over there. I would say that one of the, my favorite, uh, although somber, going to France to the uh, American Cemetery at Normandy Beach. We, yeah, that me too. Yeah, uh, we were there on a day where there was a heavy wind, and of course Normandy is right there on the water, yeah. and the the they were um, they must have an automatic sprinkler system because it it went on. Uh, during a uh, time you wouldn't think it would. And then the wind would pick up the uh, uh, the uh, uh, rain, or it was a rain or water, whatever it happened to be, and just uh, mist over the, over the cemetery. It was unbelievably moving. Yeah, and I, um, I also, we hear about sometimes the French don't like Americans, but I'll tell you down there, they really still remember and appreciate what we do. And whoever maintains... The grass and all the flowers in that cemetery, they do a wonderful job. Yeah, they do. As a matter of fact, uh, it's uh, interesting. There's not one blade of grass out of place when you visit Normandy. It's yeah. very moving. And uh, a French teacher had her, I think, fifth or sixth grade class there. And um, she asked if there were any, any Americans, uh, veterans, uh, in the crowd. And there were. They have a little stage up front. Come on up. And they went up on stage. And the kids came up. We've taught the children... Uh, to sing God Bless America in, in English. And so they learned English to sing it for us because yes. we were there. And, I mean, that's what, that's what you're thinking about. Too. And, and the last thing about that was just looking at the, the ages of all those young men that passed away. So Overwhelmingly, they were teenagers. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a, 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 that, uh, that trip also included Paris. So that's a hard duo uh, when you're traveling to decide which one goes first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went briefly to Paris. Uh, I, I, I know it's a tourist attraction, but I'll tell you, the Eiffel Tower is quite impressive. Oh, yeah, it I is. Mean, it is. I, one of my favorite things, I got this little uh, magnet for my refrigerator, and it's a picture of the Eiffel Tower half-built. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a really cool-looking photo. See, I thought yeah. it was taller than this, but it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's amazing that the memories you take back, some you're supposed to, uh, you go, oh, yeah, I saw that in the movies, and some just show up. Another thing I was, my goal was, I was at the gift store at the Eiffel Tower, and I was in, I was looking for an Eiffel Tower that was actually a miniature Eiffel Tower that was actually made in France. Oh. And overwhelmingly, they were made other places, but I did find one. They, there was actually one, and I did get that. That's when I brought back. Very good. Okay, Russell Whitley is with us, so we're going to go to Rush Limbaugh. From, oh, you're, you're preceding Rush Limbaugh. Very nice today, Russell. From Rush to Rush. Yeah, very nice on News Radio 930 WBN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.